Hi, welcome back to another hour with Crowder with me, your host Crowder. Like, share, subscribe, and comment. If you're already a subscriber, go ahead and ding the bell so that you can get all of my latest podcast interviews every Tuesday. Today, we have another good-ass guest, Jasmine Watson. Hello, peace, love, and light family. Woo, so let's get into it. We already started getting into it a little bit behind the scenes, but you have a lot of businesses going, but we're going to focus solely right now on um wizard wave juice okay and actually i got one right here this shit is delicious it tastes like pineapple paradise oh i like it yeah it does it tastes like pineapple paradise it does i'm gonna run it by my boyfriend it's delicious like i haven't named it it's just see my infused green juice so bro it's slapping slapping but and you don't get that a lot with healthy juices like yeah. when you when you think about healthy juices is on one or two spectrums uh-huh. you either get the nasty grainy greenery uh-huh. taste or you get the one that's fake that yeah. say oh it's no sugar in it and then you look behind it and it's glue close and fused yeah. and it's like okay that's sugar you lied right <laughs> but tell us a little bit about um how you stumbled upon this adventure i like to call it an adventure because yes. business is adventure it was. that's exactly what it was because i was on an adventure when i decided to make this so you're right on point um i think i was like nine months pregnant and i probably was about like two weeks before i was due me and my boyfriend decided to go to the mall and we just went to this green we went to this juice stand and i got some green juice and i tasted it and i was like this is some good shit but it only involved three ingredients so i was like hmm i looked at him and he looked at me and i was like i did just get a juice i was like we should start selling juice but we laughed it off and went on about our life um so later on i ended up having my son and my sister came to my house and she was like uh let's really get this juice going so she ran the idea by me she told me she wanted me to run it and I guess that night I just came up with an idea in my mind as far as a recipe because I didn't really look up anything. I didn't even look up what goes with what as far as flavor complimentary. I just threw something together and when I had that first sample, I was like, what you said? I'm like, damn, it's slapping. <laughs> so <laughs> over time, like we had first came out with the first batch. So over time we were selling it, but that the first batch didn't really taste like that. I had to keep um, mixing and mastering it. And, my boyfriend, I ended up give, um, putting him over the juice because I got crazy busy with jewelry and hair. So he ended up literally making that that batch of right there that you taste. The, par- the um, what you call it? Pineapple paradise? Pineapple paradise. He came up with that part. It's all the same ingredients. He just started to know what's more to add to take out what flavor. Because, like you said, it tastes like pineapple paradise. But it's celery in there, it's ginger in there, it's spinach in there. It's stuff that a lot of people will never eat. And along with CMOS, and that has so many other benefits. So that's why we put that together because I know the community, um, they like C- they like the benefits of CMOS, and a lot of people like the benefits of health, but they don't want to do what it takes to actually get the health. Because so, health is nasty. I can't even lie. It, it takes a lot to adapt to. I can't even lie. It does. However, so we, we came up with that, and ever since then, shit, it's been people who will never eat salad, but they killing them things, so. Yeah, I seen you, um, I seen one of your um, lives, you stopped this guy at a truck stop, bought oh, like yeah. a whole case of them. Yeah, that was my homeboy, I, was, I actually went to high school with him, and he, um, he was, he always uh, is on the road, and whenever he stops at like a nearby a facility, whether it's like a gas station or a store, he'll call me and I just drop him off at the um, truck. And that particular time, he was like, um, I was just going to give him the juice and leave. He was like, so, you seriously about to drop a case of your juice off at an 18-wheeler truck stop and just go on about your day? He was like, this is not no big news to you. 
And I was like, you're right. And he was like, you definitely should get this on camera. Like, this is a big deal. He was like, one of these days, I'm not going to be shipping naked juice from state to state. It's going to be Wizard Wave juice on his truck. He was like, get this and capture this moment. So ever since I did that, you know, it just took my idea of the juice to, like, a whole nother level. Because at first, I was just thinking, like, the typical lemonade stand that you might have as a kid and start off just selling it to the community. But just to think that, like, literally one day my stuff could really go across states, and it has... It's just, it blew my mind. It got me excited. So that's how, it's, that was in the beginning as well. So that's how it started. I just got a lot of good feedback, a lot of good testimonies, and we've been taking off from there. And um, we're currently working on my, getting my dude um, self-employed, but that juice has been literally taking care of a lot of things. So I see, like, a full-time, like, two entrepreneurs coming real soon. Do you plan on distributing with like stores and everything oh, yeah. or do you want to just do it independently on your own? Oh no, I'm cool with distributing it to stores because the point is I don't want to just keep the name and the, the juice to myself because the point of why I made it. I made it to touch people who never would even think of their health. So you know people who, wouldn't like you said health is nasty, a lot of people who have never thought to just, um, just take care of their body and their insides tasting that that'll make somebody that'll encourage you to do so and before you know it if you drink that every day you'll see a great benefit like a lot of great benefits from this so what is one because i'm not too much into like i am health but it's more on like the like physical side like i like going to the gym right stuff like that i don't really think about eating really well like i do i don't eat a lot of processed food mm -hmm. but it's the food that i choose to cook that i'll be like right. okay this is probably not it um what I see that you, um, you're a vegan, right? Or you're a pescatarian? Pescatarian. Yeah, pescatarian. Mm -hmm. What was your decision on being a pescatarian? Why? Um, it's still me. Right. Okay, so the reason that I do that a long time, like two years ago, I had met this chick who actually told me her testimony that she cured her own cancer by going vegan. And when I met her, that just really blew my mind. And, you know, I, I, I met her, and she started teaching me about healthy food. So from there, it's like once you know something, you can't really go back. And if you do, you'll start to feel the guilt from it yeah. or just the physical feelings of it, really, when it comes to food. So she just taught me a lot. And when I was in, during my pregnancy, I started to crave vegan food. So it just was really easy to go vegan. So after I went vegan, I went vegan probably for like two months straight. My skin was like... I look like oh, an angel. Yeah. Girl, like, you couldn't tell me you nothing. Like, you're like an angel right now. about to float out of here. I appreciate <laughs> you. Thank you. <laughs> but, um, no, nah, for real, my skin was, like, out of this world. And the way I feel, like, I'm six months pregnant, but I'm working a nine-to-five, getting off. I'm taking clients, and I'm shipping my orders and making jewelry. And I didn't feel like none of that. So after that, I was like, damn, veganism, they, it does have great benefits. Not only is it for the consideration of animals, because it's two different perspectives of why people don't eat meat. What so, is it? Some people are strictly, well, I don't, don't, don't quote me on this vegans, because I don't, I'm not sure. But from my knowledge and my experience from the vegans I spoke to, yeah, they stated that some don't eat animals because they, they respect animals and they respect them as, like you would respect a human. And then some don't do it just literally for the, the, the health part of it, what animal processed food does to the body. Yes. So me particularly, I didn't do it. Not saying that I don't have respect for animals, which I do, but I just did it more so because of how I felt. So as I practiced that, um, I ain't going to lie, too much into it. I started craving some stuff, and my baby made me, like, give in. 
Like what? Cause I was just I, like after I went vegan for two months, I started wanting chicken, but I was pregnant. Chicken. I love chicken. And then I'm like right by Rudy's chicken, so it's like oh my god, like I'm driving, and I'm smelling it. It's like it's so hard not to give in. So for a little bit, I did start back eating chicken, but then um I, I think I started back eating In and Out too and beef, and it's just when I went back, I was like damn, I really feel the difference. I really feel pregnant. I did feel you, fatigued. Did you start lagging? Mm-hmm. And I was getting bigger too. So it was like literally, I felt the pregnancy. At first, I was invincible. I'm doing stuff. I put my daughter to bed together. I was doing so much stuff um, before I started eating meat. And once I did, I couldn't just do anything anymore. So, not going to lie, so it's so delicious though. So after that, I tried to wing myself off of it. I didn't want to just go cold turkey and like literally not like what I was eating and force myself to do it. So I just gave myself some time and now we pescatarian. We might have chicken every now and then, but even with when I do that, I still really feel the difference. So I've been really sticking to seafood and fish. Um, a lot of people don't know that sugar is the main reason why we're addicted mm-hmm. to a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why you can force yourself to go on a diet and then soon it's like crap. Mm-hmm. Like once you like not stop smoking crack, but <laughs> once you <laughs> once you like stop eating meat because the I I even struggle with this myself. Like I want to be vegan. I know mm-hmm. the the cause and effects of eating meat, especially like beef. I don't really eat a lot of beef. I'm more chicken, yeah. fish, but I want to quit meat altogether. Mm-hmm. But the thought of it is romantic to me, but doing it is like, mm-mm. And right. then I start craving it. I even tried to go on, like, a every other day. And then, like, I started looking up facts, and it takes, like, so many days for me to get out of your system. That's what scared me. And that's what I meant. So your original question was, why do I still eat seafood? Yeah. It don't take that long. So yeah, it doesn't. The beef will be, like, five to five days and you gotta think about that we eat every day every day some people eat three to four times a day and some people eat nothing but beef and pork and processed food so the people that do that i promise you they're not having regular bowel movements so that's not good for that that food is rotting after a certain point so it's just right sitting inside our body so that's why at least i know I, some people may say that seafood's not good for you but however it don't stay it, it doesn't stay in my body for long it don't make me feel bad so I feel a big difference when I just stick to seafood. That's why I do it. Yeah, but um, like I was saying, like um, the sugar and stuff. Like yeah. I, I had got a pack in of um. This is when I I was eating pork mm-hmm. for breakfast and stuff like that. And I like those already made little sausages. Mm-hmm. That the only thing you gotta do is pop them in the microwave for like three seconds and they're done. And I just looked on the back and it was like sugar in it. Yeah. And I was like. Wait a minute, why is it sugar and meat? Exactly. And then I was like, okay, and then I just started looking up facts and everything, and that's how, one, they mask the taste of how this really tastes, mm-hmm. and two, they, they want you to be addicted to it. Sugar is an addictive food. That's why when you give a kid that haven't had sugar ever, and you mm-hmm. give them sugar, the first thing, they off the wall. They jumping mm-hmm. over here. They doing this. Mommy, I want a snack. Mommy, I want candy. Mm-hmm. It's like crack. And that's how it is to everyone. It's not just kids. It's yeah, us too. Yeah, that's where it starts. Mm-hmm. So and then you got to think the kid becomes the adult, and the adult is in charge of their diet. So then we become in this cycle of addiction to sugar. Yeah, to sugar. So. That is the, I think two things should be banned from America. Anything with sugar in it, because this doesn't have sugar in it. Mm-mm. And it's sweet. Yeah. It's naturally sweet. That's why I don't taste the 
the celery in it. I don't taste the spinach in it, which I love spinach, but it's sweet, it's sweet all on its own. Mm-hmm. And I think sugar and fucking nicotine should be mm-hmm. done away with this shit because those are the two most addictive things. And guess what? They're legal. Exactly. You ain't gonna legalize weed, but you're gonna legalize sugar and mm-hmm. nicotine. And motherfuckers dying off of cigarettes. It, every year, it's like a million people dying off of motherfucking exactly. cigarettes. As I vape. <laughs> but hey, you gotta you, you gotta get off of that too one day. Yeah. Um. But are you training your kids to be vegan as well? Not vegan. I train them to be pescatarian. Yeah. My baby right now, of course, he's vegan. He is super healthy. My son. Cause I make all of his food with sea moss in it. So. Yes, I seen that I on, on live. That yeah. you you make his baby food. Yeah, you I don't make buy everything. baby food. Nothing. I buy the ingredients, but nothing um that he eats is processed. It's all made by me, from his milk to his baby to his baby food. Did you breastfeed? I tried to for a little bit, but mm-mm, I have like this condition where my milk gets trapped and it doesn't come out. Mm. So. I know it was other ways around that, but at the time, I wanted something effective right then and there, so I just went on and made him an alkaline. It's like a breast milk um, substitute, Dr. Savy recommended. I've had my daughter on it, too, so my son, he's pretty healthy. My daughter was real healthy. She didn't get sick like that at all. Like, my baby girl, she don't get sick, and I think it started from what I was putting her on as a baby. I seen um, the meditating girl <laughs> for cereal. <Right. laughs> Those kids, that's so crazy because I literally will, like, I get on the internet. You'll see me post, like, a motivational video. Notice I'm always in my car. I got to be away from them because they are crazy. And then I'll go in the house and then come to stuff like that. And they just, like, they they keep asking for serious. So they're like, hmm, if I can't get it this time and I just ask for it, let me see if I meditate. Can I get it? They know I love shit like this. So, of course, I'm going to be like, okay, let me see what y'all going to do. But you see how they was literally not paying attention. My uh, my stepson, he was squeezing his eyes. He yeah. was somewhere My else. mom was cracking <laughs> up. She was like, look at him. He really wants that shit. They are so funny. But, however, I know that was funny, but this I, I practice that around them all the time. So, they literally are naturally tapping in. Like, my daughter be jumping on her bed talking about something. I am a millionaire. I am a money magnet. Like, she'll, she'll say her affirmations every day just on a natural basis. And I just teach them to just... You know, speak what you want to in, into reality, and they already they already tapped in. I didn't even necessarily make them do anything. It's just they they just caught on. I think that's just amazing. Do you think that the influence of other kids will um, turn them away from being a pescatarian? Because you know they have those kid parties like right. Valentine's Day parties and Halloween parties and I'm shit. I'm not like even that. gonna lie. I'm facing that now because my daughter is in. Um, She's in school, so the school she's at, they home cook their food. So it's some stuff, like, when she's away from me that I'm not in control in. So that is something I just became aware of, like, recently. Like, damn, I do have to think about that because she's not always going to be with me when it comes to what she eats. So I'm going to have to probably make her lunch, talk to her, see how she feels. I just don't want to make her feel anywhere, but I'll let her know it's for her health because she likes other stuff. She doesn't just like the, the junk food, so I can get her to eat some. I may, might make her tell her. I might make um, her feel like, you know, having her lunch is a special thing to have instead of her feeling like an outcast yeah, or something like that. That's the one thing that I did feel like early on. I'm, I'm like, low-key allergic to soda. I, yeah. I haven't drank soda um for a minute like i drink it when i have like liquor and shit but Mm -hmm. it's a very little bit just a splash so that i can mix it but i can't really drink soda like that i break out like really really bad in my face and shit so 
when I was drinking water at the little kid party, then it was kids drinking juicy juice and right. jungle juice and shit like that, and I just felt like the outcast. So I was just wondering, like, damn, are they keep is her kids gonna feel like an outcast? Like, right, and that's why, up? um, that's where the affirmations come in to put to embed that into their spirit. Because I tell my daughter she's so many things. I make her affirm. You know, what affirmations are right. Yeah, I tried and, it for a little bit. Yeah, you gotta, you have to get the groove of it. I'm not gonna lie, if you're not. If you never heard of an affirmation and somebody telling you, go in the mirror or just say, I am this, I am that, you're going to be like, what? But after a certain amount of time, like it takes 21 days to um, form a new habit, mm-hmm. just repeating affirmations, you'll literally start to feel that vibration of what you're seeing. So it's not going to be no, more, no longer a statement. It'll literally be a being. Like you'll be one with what you're seeing. Yeah. You just have to keep doing it. So that's why I put her on there now. So she know, my daughter knows she a queen. She knows she like she knows she a goddess. She know all of that. But sometimes she use it in the wrong context. Like if I be like, why are you doing that? Don't, don't, don't touch the stove. But mommy, I'm a queen. Like she'll use it like <laughs> that. So we working on that. But however, once you put that into a child's mind, like they'll really believe that, and then they will become what they state. So that's where we at right now. So. Regardless of if she does fit in or or not fit in, she'll understand that, you know, she is still loved by her, and that's all that will matter. That is one of the things that, like I said, I tried to do. I didn't last very long, but I think that it's the state of this society Mm -hmm. that we get indoctrinated really early with Mm -hmm. the school, church, what our parents want out of us, and we never really have our own path. We're, We're created a path to walk on instead of making our own. So mm-hmm. we end up, you know, doing lip, living vicariously through society's guidelines. Right. That's so crazy that you said that because on my way over here, I was like, if she asks me what's one thing I want to say to the people, what am I going to say? Yeah, it's coming at the end. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm going to say something else. Okay, Because I want to say this. Um, based off of what you just said, me and my boyfriend one time, we had like a real deep meditation. And when we came up out of it, I was like, love, the new quote of life is never lose the magic. Never lose who you truly are. I like, that's the key to life. You can't lose who you are. So it's like when you go through life, it is easy to get washed away, like you said, by society, by the standards, by, you know, all this pressure that we live through. So that's one of my quotes. You heard it here first. Never lose the magic. Never lose that shit. Um, Dr. Sabi, you were talking about Dr. Sabi. Um, you follow a lot of his stuff, um, even the pescatarian thing. That was actually one of the meats that he said that if you're going to eat meat, mm-hmm. that's the one that you eat. So what were some of the things that you did learn from him besides, you know, your dieting and everything like that? Girl, Dr. Savy blew my mind like three years ago because... I'm sorry, I'm going to fix your mic. Okay. Thank you. I was wondering how to do that this whole time. Oh, I'm just... Pop it up. I was all of it this way. Okay, yeah. I, I was like, I don't want to break nothing. Okay. Oh no, you good, you good. Um, but Doctor Sabi, I learned from him that not all vegetables and fruit are like authentic or original. I didn't know that at first, like mm-hmm. growing up. So like for instance, he said broccoli's not real, and he means it's genetically modified. So like two different vegetables blended together. And yeah, it's a hybrid. Yeah, so you it it has less benefits than just the original alkaline fruit. So that's why he made the alkaline diet. That is one thing I learned from him. Another thing I learned from Dr. Sabi is that he taught that um, most of the disease came from, stems from mucus in the body, excess amount of mucus. I heard that he was, I heard, I don't know if this is true, but I heard that he was, um, he could get rid of like tumors and stuff. And all that was was built up mucus. And I was like, wow, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I had no clue. This was probably like, like four years ago when my daughter was a baby. Her grandmother was um, following him. That's how I even found out about him. She taught me about him. 
And she made the formula that I make my son and my daughter. She, she's probably a very healthy lady. Mm -hmm. She learned straight. She learned up front what was going on. Yeah, she knew about Doctor Savy. I knew it, like she taught us about Doctor Savy before he was this trendy person. Like nobody was talking about him at first. That's how I found out about him. Like that was like literally probably five years ago. Cause my daughter is about like she's four and a half. So yeah, he went to court and he mm -hmm. won. He had documents of curing cancer, of curing um sickle cells and everything and that and you're right all of the diseases that you have is because of built up mu mucus yes. and mm -hmm. that's why cheese and milk and shit like that is so fucking bad for us because it creates mucus it's literally spoiled milk mm -hmm. cheese um cream cheese all that shit is spoiled oh, milk because milk can only last for so long yeah. even after you and then you put it in your body and have you ever heated up milk you know, that's what your body's doing. Your body is at 97.9 or 98.9 or something like that. Mm -hmm. So you're heating up this milk in your body and it's creating a film, Not which creates mucus. Exactly. And, and on top of the mucus, like, we humans don't drink breast milk, right? But then they'll go drink milk from a cow. And the whole point of the breast milk of a cow is to grow a baby cow. So we literally are taking these hormones and we're literally putting it into us as if we want to grow to be baby cows, but we're human beings. So that's why I, to me personally, I feel like a lot of this, like, behavior dysfunctions, a lot of probably like skin problems and stuff like that can stem from those hormones because we're human beings. We're not meant to take hormones from another animal. So. Yeah, it's like a, um, a baby lion going to go suck on a giraffe. <laughs> Right, bullshit like that. Right. Like animals are smart enough to know to stick with their own, eat what they' supposed to eat. We're the only ones that go outside of that natural mm -hmm. guideline mm -hmm. of how things are supposed to be. And I also heard that. Um, did you hear that um, dairy has a lot to do with eczema? Yeah, I heard that. Like a lot of people, I've saw, I've heard a lot of testimonies that people have been taking it out they die and their eczema is completely gone. So. So, I, well, it was this one crazy thing about the carnivore diet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just eating only meat. That's it. And I thought that was such a bad take on the Joe Rogan show. Um, he had Dr. Um, Peterson on there. Mm -hmm. And he was a big fan of the carnivore diet. And I was like, Hill? Like literally only meat, no um, vegetables, no anything. Yeah, and they're mm -hmm. saying that they it, it cures a lot of stuff also. But... What I have to say about that is, and I don't want to take it into that realm, but we have to be fair. White people mm -hmm. was in caves. The only yeah. thing they had around them was, was other animals. other animals. Mm -hmm. So that might work for their genetic makeup. That's crazy you said that because I was literally thinking that. And I was like, damn, can I say that? Yeah, you, said yeah, that. you can. You. Yeah, you can say anything <laughs> on my platform okay. as long as it's the truth. Okay, <laughs> But you. yeah, like that's their genetic makeup and there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that as to our people we grew up in vegetation where there yeah. was nothing but stuff growing so it makes sense that for our genetic makeup we should only eat fruits and vegetables mm -hmm. and fish mm -hmm. because we if there's vegetation there's water that's so true. i mean if we stream and we stem from eating any type of meat it would be fish right now you're right um i watched this well i used to watch this youtuber i forgot his name but the name of his show is the best ever food, food review show and girl somehow he got access to like the tribes that's like in africa and kenya like the original way of living like they never left their way of living so they don't live like society mm. and every tribe he goes to like you said they grow all their own stuff like they a lot one tribe i saw 
um I think where henna originated from, you know the henna tattoos. Yeah. They um they take the clay and put it on their whole skin though. Have you ever seen tribes like that on TV? Mm-hmm. He went to and they a just slap like it all on their body mm-hmm. and their skin is great. It looks beautiful too, and they put it on their hair. He he visited a, a a village like that, and that's all that they ate was the stuff that they grew and some fish. And it, but I think their main dish was like porridge. They had fish like once a week. It wasn't even an everyday thing. And they, they, that was the original way of living. So you're right, we are made to like eat more plant-based, eat more vegetation, eat more stuff, crops that we're personally growing versus raw animals. Even from- or just strictly meat, put it like that. Even in like different tribes where <coughs> different tribes are, mm-hmm. like it, it might be a tribe that is um, bountiful of potatoes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's their genetic makeup versus someone over here that it might be um, more so like spinach and so lettuce true. and shit like that, and that's their genetic makeup. Mm-hmm. And maybe, and even with like both tribes are black, but because they grew up eating vegetables, now their body has um, formed this mechanism that helps them digest it better right. rather than. You know, you go over here and introduce them to potatoes, and it's like, oh, no, our genetic makeup isn't that, even though we're both black. Right. Oh, that's crazy. Me and my boyfriend were talking about that, how I think it's so dope how everybody, um, when it comes to necessary, like, race, it's like we all came from, we all naturally adapted to our environment. How we look is, is depicted on the climate there, like, how it is there, the agriculture and everything. So, I definitely agree with that. Yep. So the vaccines. I hate bringing up vaccines, but yeah, we're yeah. getting really close to this motherfucking bullshit. What is going on? Like, um, are you thinking about taking it? Are you thinking about like, wh- what is your plans for it? You know, because you're self-employed, um, so you're not gonna have to worry about it for a minute. Right. Well, my kids ain't vaccinated, and I don't do those, so I know how to. I'm, I'm learning on how to legally deny it. I definitely recommend anybody learn how to legally deny a vaccine if you think about doing that because there's ways to do that i know one way is um a religion clause mm-hmm. but you're not religious so what no, are you but doing you can you it's still it's still ways to do it. it's a form like okay. it could literally be like not having a religion can be considered a religion on their form you know what i'm saying like yeah. not following a specific religion on the form that's what it's an option for that however if they make it mandatory i'm still it's enough for me yeah, it's enough for me too. I'm already like picking up ways of how to survive off the land because I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't take this vaccine. It's too many people. It's too many people connected to this vaccine that have done really shitty shit to what black people. Exactly. Bill Gates went over there to Africa, over there doing those damn vaccines and shit, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of people died and it didn't even make the news it didn't even make the paper they literally kicked him and the bill gates foundation out of where he was Wow! because their team started doing research on those vaccines trying to figure out how did all these people die within this quick time put two and two together when y'all came here everybody was fine y'all stayed here and now everybody dying now we about to put two and two together oh it's these vaccines get the fuck up out of here yeah, and when it comes to the news, I don't pay attention too much to the news because, to me personally, it's still somebody, a incorporation, a business behind what you publicize. So, mm-hmm. I just feel like you know, I want to protect my mind and my peace. So a lot of stuff I don't even give my energy to. So, 
a lot of what ifs I don't even think about. However, not to say that I'm just out here carefree knowing nothing can't happen. Of course, I stay, you know, aware. However, I don't put too much energy into the what ifs because I just stay out of that. Like, like I said, somebody's in control of what they publicize. Like you said, that happened and it didn't make the news, but then a whole bunch of bullshit did. So. Yeah, but a whole bunch of people over there marching to state capital. How the fuck that happened? Exactly. Mm, yeah. So, I just psyop. Mind my business. It's you fucking psyop. It's all the <laughs> psyops. Like, there's no fucking way that they only had four police officers at a government-ran building. One thing you go to the damn on like, You go to the damn license plate place and it's about five motherfuckers up there ready for somebody to pop off i just it blows my mind I, and i don't mean this in an offensive way whatsoever it just blows my mind the information that society just takes in and rolls with and because just be like, she. that's what happened wow this is what's happening i'm looking on tv and that's what's going on right now hey family come look and they just get everybody to come look at this and it's i just don't agree with it i just feel like it's a distraction so I just literally don't tune into a lot of stuff. It takes my, like, my spirit be telling me, you know what, it's not interesting. If I see something that's too trendy, it takes me a while to even kind of look into it. We were just talking about that. Like, I can't, I don't care what it is. If it's too trendy, I'd be like, something up, something up. I just, I mean, <laughs> that's that airy shit. Like, I go against the grain. Like, I have to do my own research, have my own experience for in, for anything to be true to me. That's how I take life. So that new shit and all that, I'll be like, bro. But hey. And just the fact that you can find anything on the internet to support your belief. Like, if mm-hmm. it's if it's facts, then it's going to be facts all around the board. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be this is this for this and this is this for this. If it's fact, it's fact. That's why I have a hard time believing a lot of science. Mm-hmm. Because it, you, can, you can find anything on the internet to support your belief system. Mm-hmm. So it's, that's not fact, that's just a theory. And a theory is just something that has happened enough t- times to be like, okay, that's what it is. Exactly. And then if you get if you get enough people to say something happened, oh, it's, it happened. It happened. You know what I'm saying? It happened. It ain't nothing you can say. So I even go back. I be thinking so deep on that shit. I be like, bro, how do we know what they say happened in our history books really happened? Like, what if that's what they want us to think yeah. about ourselves? Not saying that a lot of stuff did not take place. No, you're yeah, absolutely true. A lot of shit like, did not take place. What if they put that stuff in the books? Because a lot of history is like belittling the black person. So what if that history is in the books for us to think that about ourselves? Because and just keep it going on to like literally dim us from our power. But I don't know if that's a whole other conversation for you. No, but That's just really where not. I go. I'd be like, I think so deep into that. So, I mean, you have to. I would... um urge you to look into Dan Call- um, Calloway. Okay. He's really, really good at um, genealogy, mm-hmm. um, tracing back your roots to where you, what tribe you're from, because a lot of us are, a lot of black people that are here mm-hmm. are really Indians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's really good at that. I urge you to look into that. I followed a lot of stuff on your page, mm-hmm. and I see that you are very heavily into, what is it, Buddhism or Hinduism? Cause I, I see the I see the um Ganesh elephant mm-hmm. Ganesh Ganesh thank you you um Ganesh elephant on your page and you mm-hmm. know you do a lot of chakra work which is um based in Hinduism or I think Buddhism I'm not sure they they kind of collide when it comes to a lot of their belief but um because you tell us a little bit about why you decided to go that way instead of the Kemet Egypt way of following yes yes I can. 
That's Ooh, that's question. right up my alley. That's a good question. <laughs> Damn, that's a good question. Let me think on that one. Okay, why do I do that? Where do I even start? Long story short, as far as the little background that got me to where I'm at, my um, I had I dated somebody. My one of my exes, they they introduced me to what the law of attraction was and what to a shock what a chakra was, but he didn't necessarily go into depth. So stuff that he taught me, I heard it. And I didn't apply it to like years later. Then I, it was like, imagine hearing something and you it don't resonate with you. But then you go somewhere to a store like years later and then you just get all these downloads and everything makes sense now. It just didn't make sense at the time. Mm-hmm. They just dropped you off with like something that was going to blossom into something later on. So that's kind of where it went with the spirituality. I understood that you literally could co-create your life with just your mind and your mindset and what you want for yourself so as through those practices i started to see that that was becoming a thing now i started to tap more into my spirit way way more within these past three years i've always kind of been a spiritual person but within these past three years i really started to tap in and dig deep and what i mean by tap in is just sit more time with myself get more knowledge on on what i want to know it's not necessarily spirituality it's just literally sitting with me so whatever my spirit draws me to i'm just tapping in with myself and throughout throughout this time i started to learn what a past life was what a twin flame was what angel numbers meant just all of these things that i had been seeing in the beginning of my journey that i just would be like well damn but everything is not just well damn a lot of stuff has a deeper purpose to it so throughout this journey when everything started to truly resonate with me i got a past life reading and um when i got a past life reading one of my cards was asia and it basically said long story short it was a big um interpretation but at one point in my life in one point in my past life i was i was asian basically so my roots were asian and i thought about that and the girl who did my reading um shout out to echelon magic boutique that's who did my reading um she was saying like yeah you you can figure out your past life things will start to make sense when you find when you get a past life reading because you'll recognize what you're naturally drawn to so after i did that i'm like bro this makes so much sense like my daughter like this is gonna sound funny but my daughter came out for a long time looking straight up asian like she did not look (laughs) black like i have an asian a girl i call my sister but she ain't she's not blood related but she's soul related if you know what i mean mm-hmm. i call her my sister i got a picture of her and my baby on my mama they when they got a in that picture she looks like that's her daughter and not mine and it's always been this joke because when I, I was first pregnant um i lost that baby at six months but that same sister was like your baby gonna come out looking like me so we laughed about that years later i ended up getting pregnant again having a girl and before you know my daughter literally looks like her so I'm like, damn. So everything we said is not a joke. Like my that was my higher self talking, but my human experience took it like a joke. You know what I'm saying? So like I knew deep down, I just didn't physically know at the time. So I just started thinking back. I got Buddha shit all over my house. So some stuff I didn't even know where I got it. I just was drawn to it. I love Buddha. I love what he represents. I didn't have anybody teaching me Buddhism. I just was naturally always resonated with him. And um, I'm very close to these Asian, um, these Asian sisters. I call them my own sisters. Like I met them at a part of my journey where I was healing. And one of them is a psychic medium, and me and her resonate on a, another type of sisterhood on a spiritual level. So I just started to think back and connect and die. So as I realized I resonate with Buddhism, it's probably why you see more of it now because I'm starting to understand the purpose of it and why I'm so drawn to it. Hinduism came about. Um, I'm not I'm not Hindu or I'm not I'm not Buddhist either. I just I resonate with both of the representations of both of those practices because they both are more spiritual than anything. 
they don't really they don't praise anybody they just kind of have a god or a buddha for every little thing that you can like, like call on to for for protection or money or stuff like that the same with the african spirituality as well we have different deities for the same thing and even those the deities on the african spirituality and hinduism that coincide okay. and i recently learned that the hinduism came from the orishas which are the african deities so that's why I'm, I've just been learning about that. Um, and the hypnotism came about probably two years ago. I used to do this money meditation. And I just found it on YouTube. And I just would do it. And every time I did this meditation, cha-ching, cha-ching was coming in from <laughs> whether it's a client. I'm getting extra holiday pay at my job. Like, just everything was happening. So I'm like, bro, I got power. Like, what's going on? But... um I didn't know that the meditation I did was a Hindu goddess meditation. Her name is Goddess Lakshmi, and she represents beauty and wealth. I had no clue of that. I learned that recently, but I had been meditating to her for two years straight. Around, you didn't know her name? Mm-mm. Mm. I just went to YouTube, clicked something, and that's what resonated with me, and it stuck with me for years. I've spread it out to, to uh, Facebook, to yeah, Instagram, like, follow her, do this. But I did that not knowing who she was. So I'm like, damn, that is so dope. I got to find out more about Lakshmi. So I go to this Indian store, and this lady, she just laced me up on game. She told me nothing is a coincidence. And the, everything she said was just so beautiful. And it was like, you talk to people and you get exchanges, but every word she said to me touched my soul. Like, every word. It was like, she was like a, I call them fairy godmothers. When, when women come around me and they just have like this mystical energy to them, and they got all this knowledge in them, and they just drop gems on me, they fairy godmothers. So... She just taught me about some stuff, and ever since then, I've just been digging deep. So you see, the Ganesh, he represents protection. He represents wisdom. He's a, a like he'll open up paths for you. He's an obstacle buster. So if you face facing something and you wanted to clear out your way, you'll call on Ganesh for protection, and he can open those doors for you. That's what he represents. So it makes sense that they did the elephant because mm-hmm. the elephant is um, one of the animals that have feelings. Mm-hmm. They even cry whenever they have a ceremony for. Um, any fallen elephants, like if, yeah, like if an elephant died, they have a ceremony. They all mm-hmm. circle around it, and they cry. Damn, mm-hmm. that's dope. Another mm-hmm. another dope thing about um, Ganesh and Buddha is the the girl who did my reading. She told me she said, "Yeah, when you resonate with your spirit guides and your ancestors, you're gonna start to see them all around you." I was like, what do you mean? And she, um, I, well, I be on her story, and she always going through her explore page, and her explore page are full of her ancestors and her spirit guide. They just pop up on different people's posts. But it's just crazy how they're on her explore page of, of everybody. That's the point of what she was telling me. So I was like, damn, let me start, let me, let me see if I peeped it. And it's like everybody who I have on my altar, I see them places like Bob Marley. Tupac, like he just might pop up when I'm in a building, or I might I might go to like an event and it's a big ass painting about Marley behind me that I didn't notice until I looked behind me or some shit. And I got my hair done by this girl who I never even met. I just know her her craft. And when I went to her house, I got done getting my hair done, and I was like, "Can I go wash my hands?" And she was like, "Yeah." We didn't have no talk about no nothing spiritual. We had good vibes, but I didn't even know her background, nothing that she into. I go to her restroom, and her restroom is Ganesh and Buddha on the wall. I was like, damn, it was meant to be. I see why I chose you as my stylist of all people. It's just like you start to resonate with it every everywhere. It be signs everywhere. That's the only way I can really just put it. Okay, what? Because I now speaking to you about a lot of your belief systems and mm-hmm. everything like that. What made you stray away from Christianity? What? Okay, I never was really into it. I kind of just went to church because I was 
had to go just to be real yeah. I literally like no offense to nobody I respect all anybody who has beliefs but just to be real me personally it just felt like I was just in there and I just would go there and wait till it's done and then we'll go home it just never meant anything to me like I just never had a feeling or an experience at church so nothing about Christianity spoke to me that's all and when I was old enough to just do my own thing you know I just I can't really explain it. It's like when you tap into yourself, you your journey literally naturally lines up with you. So it's like this path that you have that's already written you have no clue about. But it's just your higher self that has to call you to get there. And that's just what happened. No, so you were just never really into that mm-hmm. type of thing. And, and I saw a lot of black people say that they're not. It's just, just drug to it. And then another thing, um, I just didn't want to claim it. I like females. And I didn't want to be like, yeah, you know, in Christianity, that's that's not I, what I was taught. I'm not sure about now. I taught I taught that was bad. You can't like the same sex and be a Christian. Yeah. So it's like I'm not about to fake the funk. Like I like girls, so I'm not about to be like, yeah, I praise the Lord, but at the same time, I'm over here doing my thing. So I just didn't fake the funk. And I always naturally been a rebel. You know, when I was a kid, family pictures we took. At Christmas parties, I put my middle finger up. Uh, like, that's me, so. so it's me, nigga. Yeah, I'm in the motherfucking building. I just never went with society. So, like I said, if it's trendy, my nigga, it was millions of people in church. So, it's trendy. I automatically was like, no, I'm not a part of this. And it just didn't speak to me. I've seen a lot of people in Christianity do a lot of fucked up shit, too. Like, one of my... Somebody, I'm not even gonna... Somebody tried to do something inappropriate to me that was a grown-up. They had access to children. That was a preacher, and got this big reputation. Like so, a lot of people that are of that nature that I have met are really messed up people. Ricky Rush just got deemed for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the guy's like, "What in hell do, do you, you want?" want him? Yeah, you wake up to that shit at twelve o'clock at night after seeing asses bound. Wasn't that crazy? I don't really know the details <laughs> of what happened with him. I just know some shit went down. What happened? Um, he was uh, being abusive to kids. He had um a couple of um not rape charges, but molestation charges and stuff like that on him. And it didn't come up until just barely last year that he was doing those type of things. Once he once um one of the kids that he was abusing was in jail and he started getting therapy in jail and it came out and what? then it was like oh it's Ricky Rush what Ricky Rush and then all these people from his church started telling their stories about what happened. So, yeah, I know a lot of, I don't know, I feel like with spirituality, you don't even got to claim it as spirituality. I don't even claim anything. I just say I am who I am. But a lot of stuff that I practice will fall under spiritual spiritual awareness, I guess. However, I know a lot of Christians and a lot of people that practice religious beliefs that they are real, they just don't be about what they say they are. So it's like, why would you want to fake the funk about something except for truly accepting exactly who you are? Like... I can't even, I can go down the list of stuff that I know. I know people who Christians that literally will prey on people's downfalls, prey on people that they don't want to see people succeed. Like, that's not of a Christian to me. Yeah, see, that's the thing about Christianity is that all these rules and rules that we don't know who wrote these rules. Right. I'm, I'm a Christian, and I honestly only practice Jesus' teachings mm-hmm. because he was blameless. He was trying to help you be, remind me of black people, actually. Right. And um, the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because everything else in there, it never said. It it says God wrote this, which is the Ten Commandments, and mm-hmm. then everything else is God said this. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah. I don't, it's a lot of stuff in that book that's like, mm, I don't think God was doing all that. <laughs> I don't think he was doing all that. No. Yeah. Killing Interesting people. fact. I don't know if, uh, just read the book of Psalms. That'll give it away right there. Like, the Bible is more than God's word, what they would say. It's it's a whole other ballgame to it. Some people say, and some people might not even agree with it. Some people might agree with it. But some people say Psalms is a spell book. I know people that are spiritual. And let me, let me clear that up. A lot of people think spell is just this dark, crazy, sad, demonic shit. And it's nothing like that. Spelling is exactly, uh, doing a spell is exactly the same thing or the same intention as a prayer. You just put an intention out there and that you hope to manifest, but you just do it in a different practice. That's all that a spell is. So if I want to go get some money, I can say I'm a money magnet, I'm powerful, and money effortlessly flows to me like a grand candle, and that's a money spell. I didn't hurt nobody, and I didn't put in a bad intention. My thing so, is, because I am one of those people that's like, mm-mm, right. I, ain't, I ain't fucking with them spells. No, I understand. Yeah. So I wanted to clear up what a spell was, because people think it's just dark shit, and it's just setting an intention without calling on somebody to do it. I think that um, it's the same thing. Spirituality, Hinduism, all, all these belief systems mm-hmm. are the same. I just feel like you can either use it for good mm-hmm. or you can use it for bad. That's mm-hmm. where it is. And I think a group of evil people went off and started connecting with dark spirits mm-hmm. and started to use something that wasn't was neutral because there's good and bad in this mm-hmm. world. So you're either going to use what is neutral for good or you're going to use what Most is neutral definitely. for bad. So in the same thing with Christianity, mm-hmm. there's fucked up preachers out here that mm-hmm. do shit to kids. I mean, look at the Vatican. They ain't got dinged so many times. All them priests. But yeah. it's some actual like people, priests that are actually doing good. And then preachers, you know, they, they can do bad shit. They could, oh, money, prosperity. And are you teaching the Bible, though, like everything in the Bible? Are you right. just saying pass the basket around and the Lord put this on your heart to put in $10 every week? Like, ah, I don't think God said that. I think your pocket said that with your Bentley right. outside. And then there's, you know, your belief system, spirituality, that it was neutral. Mm-hmm. And it's used. And you can use it for good or you can use it for bad. Right. So I just think that's where it is. No belief system is bad. It's neutral. And right. you can use it for either or. Now, whether you use it for bad is your business. Right. But some people use it for good. And I think um, the reason that a lot of things are frowned upon as far as religion to spiritual people, like, because you might hear some, have you ever seen a spiritual person talk down on religion? on the internet or anything i think and i'm saying i think because i don't want to say i know because i'm not i'm not i'm speaking from my experience not from nobody else's mouth i think that the reason that religion is looked down upon at times is because of the history behind it not necessarily what y'all practice what a religious person may practice or put their intentions into right now yeah it's the original teachers and why it came about and who it came to and that of that nature so um let's I know you don't like trending topics, I'm but good. how do you feel about the new wave of spiritual people? Girl, <laughs> I'm just going to say this. I miss when I was weird. I miss when I was crazy. I miss that shit. Because now it's like, bro, I don't. To me, at times, I had to literally tell my ego to shut the fuck up. Because at times, it'd be like, bitch, you can't throw on a costume and say you're doing what I'm doing. Like, that's how I be feeling sometimes. Because, pe- like, people literally grab some sage, grab some crystals, grab some 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 physical shit and say that I'm spiritual. And it's like, no, what you see in these spiritual people that really do this shit, this is a journey. This is an experience. This is downfall. This is heartbreak. 
this is tears. This is darkness. This ain't this ain't all good. We didn't just jump in this bitch and become just light workers and just become these spiritual people that can transform and heal people's lives just by good shit. Mm-hmm. It didn't become by no physical thing. No crystal changed my life. An experience did. I had to push out a dead baby before I could even understand myself and my life to even grow and heal and just really wake up. So people just throwing these costumes like they just they that bitch and that witch and just doing all this shit and it, it became offensive sometimes like I that's why I, I don't hop on the trendy shit no more that's why anything you see me do I'm gonna be I won't say low key with it but I'm gonna be different with it way different with it because it's not it's not on you spirituality is in you so that's a way for me to to tell because I you, put put it like this you'll never hear me say that just my crystal changed somebody's life you'll never hear me say that it's because I sit with my crystals. I do rituals with my crystals. I do meditations with them. I put intentions in them. So if you, if I'm if I'm selling somebody a money crystal, I'm going to do a money ritual with that crystal to put prosperity into their stone. So it's not just the crystal transforming their life. It's the wearer, the belief, the person also putting that intention into this is a money crystal. This is going to magnify that. So once you put that intention out there, then that's how, that's how you will see it. But it's not nothing physical that's transforming anything. And that's where spirituality done got fucked up now. Cause you got a lot of people hopping on here saying, "I wish people wouldn't." Uh, I, one of my one of somebody I know told me they wish I didn't believe in rocks. And it's like, well, you got it all fucked up. And I, I understand why you think I think that way because of what you see in the world. But that's not what's going on over here. Are they Christian? Mm-hmm. Well, tell them that I wish you didn't believe in a book. Man, but hey, I don't. They got time. I don't. <laughs> they got time I don't so it's like I left that alone but yeah I've I seen you going back and forth with a lot of like Christians online you know and I've seen that when you, you started to, yeah yeah, yeah you started to simmer down about it because I think you just pretty much got exhausted with the fact yeah. of you know extending your energy out there like that like getting drained because I'm the same way with Christianity you know I just get drained trying to tell them that no it's not about that you know, you're getting judged off of your heart. Like, yeah, I'm gay, but I don't think that the God that made the universe and me, when he's omnipotent, he knew that I was going to be like this before I even knew I was going to be like this. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that he's going to send me to hell for the shit that he already knew. They always say, I heard, this, I originally heard this quote from Ralph Smart. He said, religion is for people that's scared to go to hell and spirituality is for people that's already been. That's why I said, like, what you see in me, it's not all good. Like, I'm a good person now, but I had to go through some shit. I had to go through some real healing. I had to go through a lot of things that I did. I wish, I don't wish on nobody. I don't, I'm not going to say I wish I didn't go through it because that shit, it taught me and made me who I am. But I went through a lot of stuff that's not most favorable to people. So to just throw it on and say, this is me, it's like, it's cool if that's you, but you don't have a, to prove a point through physical things. You know what I'm saying? That's the difference. That's where it's going right now. My thing with the fake spirituality shit is like people that have influence NLE Chopper Cardi B doing the whole tarot card NLE Chopper I have not heard see that's how ducked off I be she did fucking tarot cards yeah she did tarot cards which is a very dangerous game playing with cards and magic when you don't know the spirits that you're calling I mean I'm not even I'm not even into it but I know you said it right that's exactly yeah I I know not to go and play with those things Mm -hmm. because you don't if you're if you're not a person that have that light in you already mm-hmm. then you can draw what you already are so if you're this greedy person that's just hopping on this train 
to attract more attention to you, then you're drawing in bad spirits. And Girl. it's it's a lot. So when NLE Chopper was doing that, you know, fire thing, like, oh, I can make fire with my hand. I'm like, bro, you playing with some shit that you don't really need to be playing with. You know, if you're not in that field of doing that stuff, don't mess around with that stuff. And it's because he has influence. And that's what the trendy thing is now, is to be spiritual. Yeah. You know, anybody that believes in Christianity, oh, you sleep. Yeah. Huh? It's annoying. It's annoying as fuck. And I know this topic and what I said, I feel like I spoke up for a lot of true spiritual people. And I don't even like that word no more. I just say that I'm Jasmine. So it's like, what do you believe in? I believe in what my spirit has taught me at this point. I just gain, I gain knowledge and I live by it. And I just make sure I don't hurt nobody or myself. And I treat myself how I want to treat. I treat myself and other people with respect. How do you feel about the conscious community? Always fighting. Always going back and forth. Mm, that's why I think, I just think it's weird. Like, a lot of stuff I just don't do. Like, you'll never catch me at no, you might catch me at a pop-up shop, but you'll never catch me as, at a party. Anywhere I go, I do it for business or for my children or for my family. But I don't get too much into the whole, it's no point to fight. Like, go live your life. If you conscious, go meditate. Why are you arguing? That's what I was about. Like, <laughs> like change okay. the world. Go help somebody heal. What you mad for? Yeah, like, like uh, because he doesn't have the knowledge that you have. What nobody's the same. Man, so there's no man. spiritually right path. One thing I have been seeing, girl, is that people who have, like you said, the spiritual influence. I'm not gonna say everybody that I know, but it's been people that I have seen that have that influence. They look down on people, and it's like, how the fuck you gonna look down on people if you're supposed to be a healer? I, like, how do you uplift people if you're looking down on them? Because at one point, you was unhealed, right? At one point, you was you was un, unaware. At one point, you didn't know the knowledge that you know. So how can you look down on the next person? That's where, that's where I don't agree with you when it comes to a lot of people that have influence. Because you can't make nobody feel less of themselves and call yourself a healer. Because I thought the point of healing was to bring people to in tune back with their spirit. And how can you do that if you not even treating the physical being correctly? You can't tap into the spirit if you ain't even treating a human right. We human beings, we like love, we like nurturing, you know what I'm saying? We babies. We came out as babies and nurtured by our mom, so we, we naturally are lovers. So to call yourself a healer but literally put out hate, that just it's, it blows my mind. What have you started to do to keep yourself grounded to that ideology that Actually, you take? Isolated. I don't, I don't really fuck with people like. How do you heal if you're isolated? Um, I'm not always isolated. I just go it's like a. I wouldn't say technically, but it's kind of like a hibernation. I'm not always in the mix. I have to go back and recharge. So I'm not. I don't stay away from society because I do hair and I, I'm always on the go. I'm always interacting with different people, having amazing conversation and amazing interactions. However, I just know instead of isolate, I would put heavy boundaries. Put it like that, because it's not just strictly isolation and I'm just strictly alone. I just set my tone with people, keep my distance. I'm starting to get to a point in my life where I, I'm healing myself as well, so I'm starting to gain trust again. I, I forgot to say that, like I lost a lot of my trust issues through the past couple of years because of my experiences, so I needed to, I think I needed to isolate for a little bit, which I did go all the way into hibernation, but I wasn't fucking with nobody for a minute, but I needed this time to to get myself back together. So now I'm getting back out there and I'm gaining that trust and I have been making amazing connections. Now I've seen you've been doing shadow work. 
Oh yes, and sh- shadow work is just trapping yourself, not not literally, but literally going to your damaged part of you, understanding it and healing from it, accepting it and moving on. But that's not so simple. So shadow work may be forever. Some people will forever do shadow work because some stuff, some scars that we had, that's not, it's not normal, you know. It's a, some people have seen abuse. Some people seen. It's all type of shit. So shadow work was for some people it could be for a long time. And right now my shadow work is me dealing with like abandonment issues. So now it's good because I came out. I'm coming out of it like bitch. I like I love what I come with. I don't give a fuck who with me and who not. Cause who with me, that's who need to be and who not. They need to be there. So I'm coming with that solitude right now. That's what I've been literally gaining these past three years is spiritual solitude. Cause it's been a, I like even as I level up. I still, I, I find myself being like, damn, you're going to be with me forever. Are we going to rock always? And then it's like, damn, you too? Then another level, like, damn, you too? Then another level. It's like, bro. So it's like, right now, I'm doing my shadow work of just accepting my solitude right now. So shadow work is very interesting. It's very helpful. And if there's anybody that watched this show that <clears throat> is currently healing from something like the more you suppress it, the more that you just try to carry on with life. You know, my smoke, smoke a cigarette, drink a beer, just do anything that you do. And I'm not saying that that's bad and people only use that to um, distract themselves. But whatever you are doing to take yourself away from your true scars, you need to go back. It's the time right now. Like, literally, I know it was a joke saying black people got their superpowers, but we are literally the original people. We're powerful as fuck. We've been sleeping on ourselves for generations of generations. So if you ain't, if you're not gonna heal for yourself, heal for your DNA, heal for the people who came before you, heal for the people that don't got a voice no more, that didn't know what you know, they don't have the access to what you heal for, for um, they don't have the access to what you have the access to. Sorry, heal for them. Like I said, I put in a video. I'm doing all of this for my granny. I never met her, but I'm gonna make sure that I keep her voice alive. I'm gonna make sure that I keep her 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 legacy going on. Cause I'm gonna do stuff she never got to do, and it's for her. Cause I never got to meet her, so it's 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 more for it's more than you when it comes to shadow work. Because us as beings, like we get damaged and we get traumatized as children, and a lot of times it be from our parents. But you know, our parents lived fucked up. That's a lot of things. That's a lot of stuff that we forget as people. Like, what did our parents see? What did they parents see? So healing that is for the DNA. It's for the next generation. Cause when I come out here, my daughter, she gonna be that's liquid gold right there. That's angel, nothing like she's gonna know her worth and she's gonna know what to accept. I'm not gonna say she's not gonna go through it in life, cause that's what builds character. But mm-hmm. it's gonna be a whole nother level of self worth in that generation. That's what I'm doing my shadow work for. Yeah, it's like a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks that they're gonna see the benefits of what they're working on right now mm-hmm. for themselves, but really it's for the next generation. Most definitely. It's not for you. I like you saying, said, it's um, to heal the DNA. Exactly. So in your DNA, like um, one of the facts is that a woman will carry all the kids that she'll ever carry and the and your grandmother carry all the kids that that you'll ever carry or something like that mm-hmm. but you carry all the kids that you'll ever carry in a whole lifetime or something like that so if that's true and which it is because you know you're born and you have eggs and your mother had eggs and her grandmother had eggs so mm-hmm. they've already carried the generations to come and whoever is born then you know that's the next generation so if that is true then you know you are d- 
essentially doing it for the next generation. You'll mm-hmm. never see it. You the shit that you're doing right now, you'll never see the benefits of it. Yeah. I see it in my baby girl though. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, cause them affirmations, they sound so cliche to some people, but that shit work. Once you believe me yourself, you'll realize how powerful you really are. But them affirmations be bringing the money in like crazy. So to think that a four year old saying I'm a money magnet, think about how powerful she, she gonna be at, at 24. Just understanding that she literally, in her mind, I'm gonna create her mind. I'm, I'm teaching her to don't limit her mindset, don't limit her mind. So to know she's a money magnet, what? Just think about what else she gonna know, and what else can't be stopped in her because it's instilled in her as a little girl. So if, and I'm glad that you got on that note about money. If spirituality is about the spiritual healing and the spirit and getting back in touch with your spirituality mm-hmm. and your spirit. Why is the spiritual community so caught up in something so physical like money? I see mostly when I see people get into spirituality, mm-hmm. they automatically go to money spells. See, I don't think that's the right way to go about it. I didn't get. I've been on a spiritual journey for years, and I just started even learning about money spells. The thing is, um, I, I don't know why they do that. I can say why I do it though. I understand that money is not necessarily a paper. It's not an amount. It's not in a. It's not a number in your account. It's just a. There's something physically that they put there to make you think that's what it is. But when you tap into your spirit, you 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 um lose the worry of money. So you may see spiritual people claiming that. Now I don't know. I've seen people just literally tap in with me just to do money spells, just to manifest money. Like you got people. That's a bomb ass point out. I think about it. You got people who tap into spirituality just to manifest, and it's like, no, baby. What about your ancestors? What about your granny? What about your mama? Like, do this for just more than just the physical shit. So I I have seen that. Um, And I think, I guess I can't answer your question. People probably do that because that's just what they want to do it for. They see the benefits of it and not the actual journey to it. Because I didn't pop off a money magnet at all. I didn't pop off (laughs) a millionaire. um, I didn't pop off affirming my reality at all like that. That way I do now. So, like I said, I had to go through the mud. Um... But the reason that I like to do it is because it just, it blew my mind. I had, the reason I I call on money now is because I had times where people was telling me I was broke. You know, I had times where I was working a job and I couldn't pay for shit. And now it's like money. I'm not going to say, well, I am going to say that. I was about to say, I'm not going to say I'm rich, but I am rich. I got to, I say, I got to watch what I say when I, when I talk about myself. But, you know, I'm not just going to say I have the ma- the amount that I've been currently manifesting. Let's put it like that. But a lot of my worries have gone because I took that, that worry away. And that I made a video about that, I think, yesterday. About taking the struggle out of your mind, understanding what you're worth. And that's where the money is. Like, I try to teach people, you are the money. Let it, call, let it find you. You are the money. Understand that everything that you have is taken care of. It's not about this big stack in your hand. It's about what did you overcome. What worries do you not have? How much is taken care of in your life? That's, that's the richest to me. What are we at right now? What? What point are we at? What minute are we at? Evan? We are at an hour and two minutes. About to be an hour and three. Okay. Dang. Damn. I know. This we do got to do part two and then bring back. Yeah. You going to love it. Because <laughs> I had a whole bunch of stuff about metaphysics, metaphysics and everything. Please, can we come back? Please. Yes. Yeah, okay. You definitely can yeah, because yeah. I got um one more thing that I want to say. Okay. Mm-hmm. With... um. That sound like a kid. <laughs> no, because this is like it's so effortless to talk to you. Honestly, right, likewise, I love y'all fucking birthday. Y'all are amazing. Happy early birthday. That's super early. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, my birthday is two months 
I'm telling y'all happy birthday. They say good energy gives you going. You never know what you're going to do on your birthday now. For real? Well, I don't celebrate birthdays, holidays, none of that shit. You still enjoy yourself on the day that you made in another year, though. Just right. enjoy yourself. It don't even got to be a celebration. Yeah. Just go do something you like. Yeah. And be like, hey, I'm not celebrating shit. Yeah, just I'm not. yourself. Yeah, I'm just like, hey. Hey, hey bitch, don't celebrate <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> you might. But um, we talked about Hinduism and Buddhism and how they collide. And you said a very good point that you're more heavily into Buddhism. Um, more than Hinduism, and that's a, and I'm glad that you strayed more that way mm-hmm. because in Hinduism, they have a caste system, and are you familiar with the caste system that they have? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've just been learning about the Hindus, the different deities, what they stand for, and where they originate from. Yeah, well, they have a caste system out there, and it's um, well, it's from dark to light. I mean, mm-hmm. from light to dark, and more people have started to um. Well, the scientists, the political scientists over there have basically found out that the caste system is um, based on light to darkness, but skin tone. So the darker you are, the lower you are on that caste system. For real? mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, damn! Well, See, you don't gotta be. That's my this point right here of the exchange of knowledge is a, is proof how you don't have to be spiritual to know anything. Like once you tap into yourself, you'll just bounce around and knowledge will find you. So thank you for that. Yeah, they have a caste system, and I mean, so how do you feel about the caste system now, knowing that there's a caste system? You didn't know before; you just found out. But how do you feel about the caste system? That's messed up. Particularly that subject, that's messed up. But I mean, I see why they do that. I mean, the darkest people are the first original people. They want us to be sleep on ourselves, no matter if it's in Hindu or if it's in Eve. Like no matter where it's at in the world. I know Hindu's not a country. I sound. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. No, I, we know what you're talking about. We <laughs> no matter where it's at, like that's. It seems unfortunately that that's how it is. They took the nose off the damn statue. They do all. I mean, the uh, the Sphinx and all this stuff. So. I think it's fucked up, but it's a part of the original agenda. But I don't think it can stop greatness. I'm still gonna uh, connect with. I only um three or four. I think I like like four deities in the Hinduism, but they all coincide with the African Orishas. I'm learning about them right now too. My mind is fucking blown. Oh my god, they're amazing. You gonna have to shoot me them <coughs> down books. Okay, well I I'm not a reader. I have I I don't want to say I have ADHD, but I have a tro- I have trouble sitting down and just reading in silence. So I like videos. Action, Aries, the fire. Maybe said we crazy. Well, we um. Well, well, black people are originally um visual learners. Yeah, that's why there's holographic um holographic. You are so right. We we learn off of um. Wow. Off of um visuals. That makes so much sense. Oh my God! Look at you. You want to learn about me, and I'm learning from you. Look at this. This is amazing. Yeah, that's why they have They didn't. They didn't have words. That's crazy. I cannot learn nothing reading. Yeah. Bro, no matter what job I had, no matter what job I worked, no, if they thought I passed training because I read, it's not, I, no. No, you studied how it was done exactly. by watching them exactly. do it. Exactly. That's why I'm such a great welder because it wasn't a book set in front of me. You can, you can weld. Yeah, I can weld. But I'm a truck driver currently. So. Okay. You yeah. dope. You, you see a lot of stuff then, right? A lot of people, places, scenery. Yeah. 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 I work overnight, so yeah. there's no one out. <laughs> do you get the sunrise at least? Sunset sometimes? Sunrise. Okay, yeah. so you do see that. Yeah, I see people, but mm, I'd be like, is the what? nature nice? 
It's okay from time to time. You Where know? do you go? Outside of Texas? No, never outside of Texas. Okay. I don't like coming home. I yeah. used to be over the road, but nah, I don't like My that. My homeboys tell me about busting U-turns and shit. You know, 18-wheelers and That's just the crazy. challenges you have faced. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, busting a big-ass Yui with mm-hmm. a trailer in the back, a 52-foot trailer. That shit's crazy. I hate mm-hmm. it. I got away from that shit. But yeah, um, the caste system is a big deal out there. Political scientists have figured out that the caste system was originally made from light to dark. Like when you read their book, then they're saying from, and I think that's what originally it is, your lightness of your, your spirit. To darkness of your spirit, right? But they turned it to the physical thing. Yeah, yeah. They that's why I said the original thing. agenda. Yeah, the, of, yeah. Okay, I don't agree with that. That's messed up. But what are you saying? Yeah, like it it is. But yeah, I just wanted to know because a lot of people like to do the Hinduism and the Buddhism, and they have a whole caste system out there. The dark people out there get treated like shit. That is crazy. Just like the black people here in America gets mm-hmm. treated like shit, and I just wanted to know how someone that practiced that of a lighter tone view that. Because right, you would right. probably be right in the middle of it because you're not super, like, white or mm-hmm. anything like that, but you're not dark either. You're, like, right there in the yeah. middle. So, damn. yeah. But I do have, um, damn, I wanted to do them phys- um, phys- metaphysics questions with you, but we're going to do part two. Please. But I'm ready. I have my new segment, A Minute with Crowder. Okay. With a rapid five questions. Okay. You want to participate? Yes. Boom. Here we go. Okay, but if I can't think of an answer, you're going to move to the next one? I was only either or. Oh, yeah. Good. Okay. So, I, say, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Sapphire or Ruby? Sapphire. A walk on, uh, work on your throat chakra or work on your heart chakra? Damn. Throat. <laughs> a man with a beard or a man with a five o'clock shadow? Beard. <laughs> go to Africa or go to India? Oh, uh, Africa. Um, meditate on the beach or the forest? Beach. Really? Mm-hmm. I say you meditate in the forest. Because it was cold at the beach. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I went to both places too. <laughs> and that is an hour with Crowder. Go ahead and drop all of your socials so that anybody can reach you. Okay. Instagram is Jasmine, J S M I N underscore the wizard. Facebook is J-A-S-M-I-N, last name Watson, and my business page is Wizard Waves. My uh, my fa- my website is www.wizardwaves, with an extra S on waves, dot com. What's something that you'll say to the people? Love yourself all the time. Keep your heart three stacks. Three stacks. And we are out. Boom.